Well, hello everyone. This is Kale Marker and welcome to the Kale Marker podcast where we post a new podcast daily about something interesting in the world, uh, the epiphanies that I have throughout the day, the ahas, the thoughts that I want to share to you to add value to your life and help you grow. Uh, We also do what we call the Saturday Sauna podcast and we also have some guests on the show. These are either experts in their field um, or they are just people I freaking love. So give it a listen, like, share, subscribe, tell somebody about it and tell me how much you love it. Also, I wanna share something with you. I just launched a new product called the Gap5 Journal. I'd love for you to get the free digital template. So go to gap5.com, that's G-A-P-F-I-V-E.com and you'll get the frameworks there. Thank you. Welcome back. This is episode eight, uh, Mammoth Bears and Squirrels will be the title of this this podcast, and uh, that one you can thank my little children for coming up with and inspiring me to name the framework that I use to uh, tackle tackle and prioritize my goals. <clears throat> I wanted something simple. I uh, as a as a father of at this moment a seven and a five year old. It's important that I'm able to communicate with them, and what I've found to be very uh, effective is to make things simple, uh, make things relatable in the way that it, any four-year-old could understand. And along the way of doing that, I also learned that that makes it a lot easier for me too. If I can find a way to simplify something, it makes it that much easier to accomplish and understand and makes it more palatable uh, and digestible. Uh, So there was uh, a book that inspired me to, uh, I think it was actually an article written or maybe even a podcast. I'm not really sure. I just know that I got one lesson from it and the lesson was to take your ideas and uh, categorize them into big, medium, and small. In in essence, that's what it was. And I wanted to be able to not just say, hey, do something big, uh, medium, and small. That wasn't fun enough for me. It wasn't fun enough for my kids. Um, so therefore, I needed to find a new way and also needed it to have a little more have a little more meat to it, if you will. So here, here's the system. Is We're going to jump right into it today. Is The system is one mammoth, two bears, and three squirrels. And there's the old saying that it's old to me at least, I guess, uh, is how do you eat an elephant? It's one bite at a time. Uh, and I figured, well, how do you eat a mammoth? Still one bite at a time, but that thing is massive, so it's going to take a long time. And for me, the mammoth goal is something that is a five-year, a 50-year type goal, but it's something that I can schedule and plan just one bite at a time. Um, so for example, for me is I have a longer term vision of, you know, meeting my financial requirements, my financial freedom. So that way, um, when I do that, I will be able to give back to more people to be able to help in other ways that because I'm not in that financial position, I'm unable to do it on the scale that I would like. That doesn't mean that I'm not doing it right now. And this is just an example. 
But there are ways for me to do two things, which is one, uh, still do the same, do the thing every single day, but then also see progress towards that. All right. So I'm tackling this big mammoth goal of wanting to serve as many people as I can through my talents, um, through my gifts, and through ways that I see would be my best way to give back to the people on this planet and to the planet itself. And so I use the mammoth as a way to keep focus. Um, for those of you that have been through a couple of these uh, podcast episodes, uh, you know, what you, what you focus on is, is what's going to get done, okay? It's what you're going to spend your time and your energy. It's what your body and your brain are going to um, go search for answers to the questions that you have, to the problems that you're trying to solve around what you're focusing on. For, for for a small example of this is when you lose your keys or you lose your wallet, the first thing you do is start asking yourself questions like, where's my wallet? Uh, where did I put it? Eventually you find the thing, especially if it's not literally falling out the car door on your way down this interstate. If it's truly in the car or uh, at work or you know at the grocery store or at the desk, you start to remember that by just asking questions. And so for me, when I have a big mammoth goal, I know that all I have to do is tackle that and focus on that uh, by asking questions every single day and and know that that's that's enough and obviously the more action and more questions that I uh, can find answers to the more rapid that becomes a reality there's so for me I know that I'm I have been told by you know people old bosses or people I worked with or even my parents that I have big lofty goals and sometimes I need to come down from the clouds and to them I say middle finger. No, just kidding. Uh, there's some truth to that. And because there is some of the things that need to be picked up along the way, there's some time for grunt work. There's time for, um, to get your head out of the clouds a little bit. And so that's where it's not just all about the one mammoth, the one big crazy goal, uh, because you kind of got to get there through those smaller experiences. And for me, uh, that's what the, the two bears and three squirrels represents is that the two bears, uh, although still rather big and you're going to eat them one bite at a time, there's, uh, there's a way to kind of achieve it more rapidly. So those are my, my short-term goals. And again, those, those aren't just you know, weeks or months or year type goals. They're also like, hey, this isn't, this isn't a four-hour task. This is a, a 90 minute or less task or an hour task. Uh, that I can do on a, the day to to accomplish it for the week or to accomplish it for of a month or the year or the years. So looking at more of those things that aren't really those long drawn out. Hey, I need to do this over days and days and days of hours and hours and hours. It's more of like, hey, I can get this done in a week. If I spend two hours a day doing this thing, I can have it accomplished by the end of the week. That uh, that to me is a bare goal, and that is something I try to knock out at least two of those uh, two of those a day. So even if it's like, hey, I've got if I can spend two hours doing this, that means I get fourteen hours in a week. That means I'm busting through that goal, and it can be accomplished. Then last is the three squirrels. The three squirrels are those little quick hitters, those things that are under an hour, the things that like you just bring your attention to. Most of them probably even take a half hour if you really put your mind to it. This this is things like, hey, I just I just need to hit 30 minutes of a workout today, right? Like I'm just gonna go outside for 30 minutes today. Like that's a squirrel goal for me. That's something that's like 
I can I can eat in one sitting, right? That's the whole point. Like eating a bear doesn't happen in one sitting in reality, especially a mammoth. Uh, it doesn't either. So for me, the three squirrels represent those smaller things that I can do. And all of them are designed for me to move in a direction of hitting my goals and at the same time being broken down in such a granular level that I can get that positive feedback, right? As as people, we love we love to feel that validation and that um, that sense of progress, that feeling that hey, we accomplished something. And and when you're really going after really large goals or you have big aspirations, it can be very daunting at times to feel like you're stuck in the same places and from experiencing you know being stuck is like such a shitty feeling it's such a crummy feeling to feel like you're putting in the effort you're putting in the effort you're putting the effort and you're not going anywhere and earlier I was actually on uh, I was was helping out um, with some plumbing at the Airbnb and I was on my way uh, walking back to my house and I kind of got a little like internally heated at the thought process I have. I I unplugged myself from the headphones and whatnot, uh, which is important to do, but I unplugged myself and I was starting to think about um, just conversations I've had with loved ones or with friends about the way we go about our day and we're honest with ourselves, uh, whether you hate your job or whether I hate my job or I want to be doing something else. And I know deep in my gut that that's what I want to be doing. Yet you, you or I, in this example, find ways to not do that or talk ourselves out of it or allow someone else to get inside of our brains and talk us out of it even though deep down that's really what we know we know we need to be doing. And one of the things that kind of stuck out to my mind as I I was listening to a podcast earlier and I was listening to some online training earlier um, and just kind of learning to develop some of the skills that I want to do to tackle my big goals. And it came across my mind that in some way, shape, or form, we're all experts. But not only that, it's like, I feel like a lot of times I've done this or people in my my family or my life have done this where we try to know what's best for somebody else. And it really turns out that that's just kind of our agenda. Like, that's that's what they want for us or that's what we want for them. But it's not really focusing on what their feeling or what they're going through or what they know is best for them and pushing them that in that direction. And that kind of stuck out in my mind as I was on my walk that you, and it kind of piggybacks off of yesterday's episode of your goals are not my goals. It's the same thing as like our paths aren't all going to be the same to get to uh, our goals, to hit our goals, to um, – really end up living the life in the place that we want to live in. So um, just just some things to think about as as maybe uh, you're in a similar position I am as, as... – oh, yeah, one more thing. I, I wanted to talk about outworking people 
and this is kind of what I was trying to allude to here just a few moments ago is that one of the things that I was on my walk and that I was getting upset by was that it was in my head that I just felt like I was talking to somebody in my life and I had the picture of them. I was like, you think you outwork me. And I'm not sure where that came from. I don't know if that's just defensive, but what I come to come to find out is that like we all work hard, right? Like, and if we all work hard or the majority of us are work hard or like what is hard work, right? Because if this person works two hours but sees a financial success of this or if this person works out for only two hours a week and he sees this and the other person is working 20 hours a week and sees not as even close to same financial success, does that really mean you're outworking somebody? Does that mean you're putting in more effort than the other person or that they need to do that because they're not where you are? And it kind of triggered me because I mean, I've been in some physical labor jobs as I was growing up. Um, I've even worked in companies where I've seen, you know, people as as when I used to work for an electrician, you know, industrial uh, electricians and moving heavy pipes all day long, eight hours a day and picking up heavy shit and putting it down. That, That shit's hard. Like, so what is hard work? I'm not so sure that it's just doing stuff, right? I remember a specific conversation I had around... Hey, you don't get paid to think. And I'm like, but maybe you do. Or maybe the people who get paid at the CEO position get paid to do more than just the labor, just to work hard, to be exhausted at the end of the night in a different way. There's got to be a difference. What that is specifically, I haven't studied it long enough to know. But in my mind in this moment, I feel like, there are people who have seen success who don't work 90 hours a week. And I don't mean that in just financial means. I don't mean that in just having you know good health or fitness. I mean that across the board, right? Good artists. like It's the people that find the way to take 30 minutes and make eight hours of work or an hour of work that makes, you know, eight hours of work, whatever it is, it's taking the time to think about something versus just jumping right in and doing it. And I believe 100% there's a time and place to jump in and do it and learn through experience and explore. I 100% believe that. But the thing that I think is so powerful about thinking before you're doing anything is at the fact that the speed in which it happens, right? Like doing something all day and like actually building the garage versus drawing it on a piece of paper, imagining what it thinks like in your head, it it has a whole different time to it. It takes a lot longer to build it and to source the materials than it does to just think of what you want it to look like and get a you know an eighty percent rough draft. But I think what the beauty of of doing the eighty percent rough draft is is that you can go through the exercise of taking it to 80% completion within a few minutes, let's just say under 30 minutes, you can complete the project in your head and then know by going through that process whether or not that was the right road before you ever go buy the lumber, before you ever go hire the contractors. And so I think I have to disagree with the people that saying hard work is all just going out and staying uh, busy. I think it does pay to think. I think it is... 
highly important to be thought out and to think about what you're doing. I think really it is in order to solve problems, you don't just get do it by continually trying to shove a square peg through a round hole. At some point, you have to stop and you have to think and then it becomes easy. And for me, I know that I have jumped feet first all in right into the pool on a lot of projects. And what I've learned along the way is that by busting my ass that way and really putting in the 90 hours, I was working hard. But I could have been doing other things and just taking a little bit of time to think it out and go through that process. And then at, and then accomplishing the goal at a speed that isn't possible by just continually beating my head against the wall. So to some of those people who may have people like I have in my life who are telling me that you don't get paid to think um, or that you know, you, you, ju- you dive in too soon, I encourage you to change, change the, the perspective on that a little bit and to take the time to really kind of vision what you want, not only for your life, but for your career or for your day. Uh, prioritize, hey, this is my mammoth goal. Hey, understand that a mammoth goal and a squirrel goal aren't the same thing. And that's kind of, you know, that could relate to your health or your, your, your meals, right? Just simple things that not, not all things are created equal. And in that sense, like, you know, you will, you will benefit by taking the time to solve problems. You will hit your goals sooner, right? More easily, not, it won't be easy, but more easily you hit your goals faster if you just take the time to visualize, to think about what you're doing and what you want and going through the exercise and the practice of seeing it to completion inside your head before you ever really take the first step. Um, not talking analysis paralysis here. You still got to start. You still got to take that first step. And there's a lot of, a lot of rich, richness to that too. Uh, anyways, hopefully this resonated with you uh, today. Like always, Please, uh, if there's someone in in your life that could use a little snippet of this, uh, take a screenshot of it, send it to them, tell them to subscribe. Uh, If you haven't yet subscribed, please do so. Uh, I really appreciate any type of feedback. I will eventually post a link for you to send in your commentary. Um, That's what's cool about this app. And again, go to killmarkerpodcast.com to uh, send me your email. Uh, I'd love to be able to stay in contact with you a little more directly. You can always ask me questions when I reply. I will have some products and offers there. And again, I do have some awesome things coming your way. We are only a few weeks away from launching um, a very special and dear project to my heart. So please keep that in mind um, and check back in on the podcast as we continue to build our social platforms and some products, tools, and services for you. Uh, Again, as always, I love you listening to this podcast. Uh, It makes it a lot easier to come on here and talk for 18, 20 minutes. Um, If you're interested in being on the show or you want somebody to be on the show, uh, one thing about me is I have a lot of courage, so I will reach out to somebody and try and get them on the show uh, and want to start doing some interviews here soon. Uh, Signing off for this evening, thank you so much, and talk to you guys later. XOXO, Kale.